Humpback sashimi, federal aid for the landlords, and being on the bar of the kangaroo court. Good morning, Australia. It's September the 23rd, and it's still raining here in the Channel Country, thank God. Broadcasting live from the Budgie Smuggler booth here above the bustling newsrooms of the Batuta Advocate, my name is Errol Parker, and La Nina is here, which means California is on fire. A small price to pay, Clancy Overell. Yes, Errol, good morning. Clancy Overall here, of course. It is a small price to pay. When it's dry here in Australia, it's wet over there. And California doesn't need any more rain. I don't think there's a red-blooded Australian anywhere that doesn't agree with me. What's making news today, Errol? Well, we start today from a story from our morning edition, which follows the beaching of up to 80 whales near Strawn, down there on Tasmania's wild west coast. We lead with the headline, Japan asks nation if we're going to eat that. Yes, the Japanese ambassador to Australia relayed the message from Tokyo to Canberra this morning, which asked the Prime Minister what his plan was for those whales, and that if we as a nation weren't going to do anything with them, could the Japanese people have a bite? Yes, great to see the Japanese showing some initiative. They were hours ahead of the Danish delegation. The government had to give Princess Mary's new mates the old nay tack on that one. And the Icelandic ambassador sent a communication from their nearest embassy to Australia, which is, of course, in the Norwegian city of Oslo, but they were too late. So what's the go there then? Who's going to eat the whales? Bob Brown? Look, Scott Morrison said he was yet to make a decision on the matter, but he did tell our newspaper that he's not taking the decision lightly, considering what the Japanese did to our diggers some 80 years ago. Feels like it was yesterday, and of course, if our Prime Minister needs to, he will invoke the nostalgia surrounding the conflicts of yesteryear for political gain. Next up... I see we've got a story about landlords. Yes, Clancy, there is federal aid on the way for the bourgeois pigs who call themselves landlords. The story in the afternoon edition was PM unveils new rent seeker allowance to help struggling investment property owners. Well, with policies like this, it almost seems like Scott Morrison does want a class war. Yes, Clancy, it does. In a press conference today, the Morrison government unveiled its new rent seeker package, which is designed to get money into the hands of those who are eventually going to get it all anyway, as late-stage capitalism plays itself out in front of our disbelieving eyes on the grand stage that is the year 2020. It's about as dystopian as it gets, Errol. Chilling. It's almost like these young people who can't buy a house in the same suburbs their parents did 40 years ago want to have their cake and eat it too. I'll tell you something for free. Anyone can afford a house, but not everyone can buy one in the French Quarter. You can buy a flat up in Batuta Heights for fuck all. It's just that these young people want to buy where they think they deserve to. Yes, and as most of these people are under 40, they're lazy, entitled, underpaid and overeducated slobs. The earlier they start thinking like the entitled son of a millionaire like you, the better. I call it the Mambo mentality. Yes, and finally today, Clancy, a fourth grader charged with heinous crimes against the club is planning to hire a barrister for his upcoming appearance at the Batuta Matabarasaurus' kangaroo court. The story, which featured prominently on the back page of The Advocate today, was fourth grade footballer hires a barrister for Mad Monday kangaroo court appearance. Yes, Michael Russ, the fourth grade hooker, has decided to appeal his sentence to suck weak old raw oysters out of a prop's belly button with the help of a high street barrister, one admitted to the Queensland bar. The crime took place last week on the returning bus trip home from their win over the Windora Penguins. The club captain caught the 28-year-old tragically answering a phone call from his misso, Caitlin, spelt K-Y-T-L-Y-N-N-E. Yeah, it's not one of the uh, traditional rugby union names there, Clancy, but yeah, look, you're right. 
I did expect better from the rugby union boys. I didn't really expect this type of toxic masculinity is really in their domain, but you know, what can you do? Disappointing. As if this isn't the most rugby union story ever, though. Yes, hiring a fully-fledged barrister to represent you for that is a waste of everyone's time. No wonder the sport's going down the gurgle, Clancy. No wonder at all. Now, do we have a quote of the day to wrap up with? Obviously, we've been rambling on a bit because Wendell Hussey is currently on annual leave. He, uh, he usually keeps us on track. Uh, no, I, I haven't got one. I've got one. Be good to your mother. Until tomorrow, my name is Clancy Overall. And I'm Errol Parker. See you on the other side. <laughs>